Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. In advance of the New York Cybersecurity Summit, I'm speaking with Jeff Dant, New Managing Director, Fraud Operations and Intelligence, with the Financial Crimes Unit at BMO Financial Group. Jeff, thank you so much for joining me today. Of course, Tom. Thanks for having me. So last we spoke, you were heading up a fraud fusion center for another financial institution. Tell me about this new role at Bank of Montreal. Well, this new role, it's, um, it's a new role for the organization and a new role for me. Um, I'm going to be running our fraud operations and fraud intelligence functions as part of this newly formed financial crimes unit. Financial crimes unit consists of fraud, cybersecurity, and physical security, all co-located into a financial crimes fusion center. Um, working together to integrate some processes together. It's really exciting for me because uh, I've, already, I've always had a passion for true financial crimes work, multidisciplined teams coming together, sharing data, sharing trends, and really working on these things in a, a you know, collaborative environment. So I'm really excited about it. So Jeff, when I met you, you were the Secret Service. How does that background in law enforcement help you now in your role in the private sector working with financial institutions? Well, it's, it's pretty interesting because the, the role I had in law enforcement was you know, strictly investigative with some digital forensics background. But what I find is in, in all of the roles that I have in the private sector, I find uh, different ways to really leverage the expertise that I got uh, working a lot of these financial crime investigations with the Secret Service into what I'm doing. Um, this is really a different role getting further and further removed from my law enforcement experience uh, where I really need to understand the business aspect of it. You're looking at financial outcomes, uh, working against a risk appetite. Uh, but what you find is the law enforcement aspect of it is, is always going to tell you something uh, that you need to know, especially when you're dealing with criminals and the, the criminal element. I can really take some of that background and in, in how I investigated the groups and understand some of their motivations and how they do what they do and try to get in front of it using better technology, better data, better communication and collabor collaboration across all our different teams. So Jeff, given that perspective, how do you see the threats and the threat actors evolving as we sit here and talk in the summer of 2019? I think the, the threat actors are always changing and evolving, not so drastically day over day, but what you find is the threat actors are always looking at us, and then they're evolving based off of our capabilities. Just as we probe ourselves from a vulnerability assessment standpoint, so do the fraud and the, the cyber threat actors. And it's interesting to see it on the fraud side, where it's not as blatant as where you would see penetration attempts in a cyber side, but what they're doing is just doing testing against us to see what works. Um, they're going to be using the data that's out there to exploit their tactics, such as card present, card not present data off the dark web, PII that they could use for synthetic identities or, or fraudulent applications. And what they do is they're just always trying to be successful. And then once they become successful, whether they exploited a gap in a process or some rule that's not firing correctly, they take advantage of it and then they're just persistent after that. They'll recruit people to join them. They're looking for more data to you know, continue to exploit it. And then what you find is when you seal up that gap, they don't stop. They'll look to see if that vulnerability exists somewhere else, maybe another business line, but then they're probably off to another bank. So this is one of those areas I really see the collaboration between 
financial institutions and law enforcement and other groups uh, very critical in sharing those trends back and forth because the, the fraudsters are persistent and they're not going to stop at one bank. They're going to go until they hit enough roadblocks that they have to change their tactics. So, Jeff, having worked with a couple of financial institutions now, how do you find organizations such as the Financial Crimes Unit help institutions to raise their games when they respond to both the threats and the threat actors? Well, what I found is, is every, every bank is different in capabilities and shortfalls. So the big thing is really doing a self-assessment and knowing what those are and being very realistic about where you stand and how prepared you are to detect and defend against a variety of different threats, whether they're true cyber threats, whether they're fraud threats, physical security threats. And once you're comfortable with yourself and your self-assessment, then it's up to really building your monitoring, researching the criminals, learning as much as you can about them, and then prioritizing your defenses based on that to know how you're going to defend against it and detect. I think every institution is going to have a, a different set of threats against it, depending on uh, where they may be situated physically, geographically, and then that's going to dictate a lot of, of what you do. But really understanding yourself, understanding the threat that exists out there against you, and then be able to prioritize all your data, technology, and tools and personnel against those threats. So, Jeff, again, having been in both the public and the private sectors, having been involved in many cybersecurity investigations, a couple questions for you. One is, what are the top mistakes you keep seeing organizations make immediately after discovering that incident? I would say the, the big thing that I see over and over is letting the chaos kind of rule the day instead of sticking to the playbooks. Uh, most organizations at this point have really beefed up their incident and event response capabilities, and we design playbooks, we practice playbooks, and then when something happens to go a little bit sideways, we throw the playbook out the window, and then we start to do it kind of ad hoc, you know, going off of the, the, the seat of our pants. It's not the proper way to, to respond to these incidents because you can't really manage an event properly if you're going against the muscle memory you built into your organization. So understanding that these events are very dynamic and there's going to be a lot of ad hoc changes, it's very critical that you stick to the basic core of your playbook, such as communication. And that communication can go horizontally and vertically. It can be executive communication, but also team to team to make sure everyone is on the same stage of the response or the investigation. And then following that playbook really gives you the ability to do a thorough after action and make yourself stronger for the next one, as well as engaging law enforcement along the way where you may need them. Well, you mentioned law enforcement. I want to tap into your law enforcement experience. How do you find organizations can continue to work better with law enforcement to improve both the efficiency and the results of these investigations? I think what I'm finding is that the role of law enforcement over the years is, is changing and probably going where it really needs to be. Um, years ago, five, six, seven years, the, the primary role of law enforcement after many cyber incidents or data breaches was really the incident response because they had the expertise. Agencies such as the Secret Service and the FBI were fantastic at incident response getting on site and helping institutions or, or companies stop the bleeding. 
and then be able to have an investigation and be able to recover from the incident. But what you're finding over the years is a lot of the law enforcement people from these organizations are going to the private sector either through retirement or early opportunities. They're going to consulting companies. So with all of this expertise out there in the field outside of law enforcement, it gives a lot of private sectors the ability to beef up their own incident response capabilities and then be able to respond to that incident, contain it, mitigate it. But the great thing there is now we can bring law enforcement in for the true role that we need from law enforcement, which is going to be the investigation of the actors and then the prosecution to bring them to justice and stop the incidents from happening over and over again. I think when we have all those capabilities built into the private sector, it gives us the ability to think about the law enforcement response in a different way and prepare that in our playbook that we are preparing for the investigation that they're going to need to do when they do come in on site, not day one or day two, but maybe a week into this once it's contained and we have proper evidence documented and everything that they're going to need so they can come on site, consult us, and then go after them from an investigative standpoint. So, Jeff, at our Cybersecurity Summit in New York, you're going to participate in the panel entitled The Do's and Don'ts of Investigations and Response. As we go into this discussion, if there was a key takeaway you want to leave with the audience, what would that be? I think the big thing that I, I would leave with the audience is having a playbook, having a plan, practicing it, and then sticking to it when that bad day does happen. Because they will happen. We know that that's going to be a, a part of reality but making sure you're sticking to the plan that you laid out and then working through it in a, in a very structured manner. Beautiful, Jeff. As always, I appreciate your time, insight. I look forward to seeing you in New York City. Next time, I appreciate it. Look forward to it. Again, I've been talking with Jeff Dant. He's Managing Director, Fraud Operations and Intelligence, with the Financial Crime Unit at BMO Financial Group. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.